Chill out, Cranky. I'm listening to Virtual Theater's new Patreon series, Banana Slamma, which follows my adventures in the animated Donkey Kong Country cartoon show. They're reviewing each episode. It's bodacious! Virtual what now? What's a Patreon? Dude, Virtual Theater is a podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them. And with Patreon, you get tons of extra content and bonus shows for only one dollar whoa not only do they show up on patreon but they also have shows on every episode of both captain n and the zelda cartoon captain n the zelda cartoon i heard those shows were as awful as your cartoon honestly these whippersnappers today don't know how to make a good show anymore back in my day we had real heroes that didn't need a Patreon to sell tickets and- Gotta go, Cranky. Candy's coming over to watch Banana Slamma from Virtual Theater. Catch you on the flip side. Subscribe now to Virtual Theater's Patreon for only $1 to get Banana Slamma, Zelda, Captain N, bonus shows, early access episodes, and so much more. Virtual Theater, the podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Zelda cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha. How we doing on this fine Sunday, Al? Doing pretty good, pretty peachy, as I always say. Pretty good. Nice, nice. Well, it's a it's kind of a low key, nice Sunday vibing. We we were doing right. some stuff, yeah. Starting to warm up. Spring is here. I'm so happy about that. I am happy, but I'm I'm not happy in another sense because my garage is like flooding. Actually, <gasps> no. How uh, flooding? Maybe like I don't know if it's an appropriate term, but so like so. Do you want they want the whole story to start off the Zelda cast here? All right. So when I, I moved into my house in 2020, uh, I bought my house, and uh, my wife and I we learned that like a year prior. The, the like our street had approved a twenty thousand um, dollar project to pave the driveway, which in the summertime is great because it's smooth and it's nice and it's whatever, but in the wintertime, it's horrific because these these geniuses decided not to install anywhere for water to drain. Like there's no drainage, oh. so when it gets frozen and snowy, which obviously I'm in Canada and it does for like multiple months of the year the ice first of all the ice builds up and it's like you're on like the hebra mountain range it's just like you're driving your car in and it feels like you're about to explode but so the ice builds up and because like the houses are closed like the sun doesn't get to hit so on my side like you're the ice literally is level with like your garage right so like when the ice melts it it, it kind of pools inside Gotcha. And um, you can squeegee it out, but then it just like floats back in because there's nowhere for it to drain. So 
My ah. my garage walls are kind of foobard, unfortunately for me. So spring is definitely sick, but not digging the water that comes with it. That's my That's story. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, we got uh, we got a whole bunch of uh, fun stuff to get to. We asked you guys for your Zelda. Would you rather questions you delivered? We have a whole lot of uh, lot of shenanigans to get into. Uh, we should mention uh, just a few things off the top of the the show here. Um, one, we got Musical March Madness still rolling along. I think my bracket is. I think it's done. I think it's done. Hey, like I think I'm toast because Tears of the Kingdom trailer is behind, and if it gets kicked out, pretty much toast, right? I tried to tell you not to take that, Al. I tried I, to tell you. You said that after I said I just I was just waiting in my, my whole thing and I did it. That was so when we did the episode on Musical Mart, that was after the fact. That was after I already picked my winner. Well, you still had time to change it. I tried to tell you. Yeah, yeah my my bracket not doing too hot either. I picked a couple of You know, the thing about this is that like if you're going to win and Allison, you know that I am the reigning champion, so like I I know what I'm talking about here. Okay, <laughs> but if you're gonna win the tournament, if you're gonna be the champion, like I right now am the champion, you got to take some risks. Some risks. I did take a risk. Yes, Damn it. yes, you did. Hey, yes, you did. Who's listening, I'm gonna make myself loud again. Everybody who's listening, uh. Oh, wait, it's too late. If you're watching the show, then please go vote for Tears of the Kingdom trailer yeah. before tonight. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're gonna win, you got to take risks. And you took a risk. It just it didn't I pay did. off. And I, I, I took some risks too, and they didn't pay off, which is too bad. So I uh, unfortunately it doesn't look like a repeat is um, is possible. But you know what? Who knows? Locke has these cockamamie stats that he's throwing around, uh, and I I don't even know what they mean. So. I don't know. Until it's over, it's not over, I think. But uh, it's over for you, Al. You're done. I was looking at that, and I'm like, man, this kid is so smart. He, I think what he was doing is, like, the percentage of your prediction actually coming to fruition, which is pretty cool. Mine is, like, 0.07%. I bet it's lower now because the, Tears of the Kingdom is not winning. The guy, he did, like, a Doctor Strange where he's looking through all the, the infinite possibilities and universes where, like, the Avengers beat Thanos, and he's like... Oh, you've cool. got a, a one in six billion universe percentage chance of winning the tournament. <laughs> so I was like, well, great. Like, let's go to that universe and I'll repeat or whatever. So <laughs> it's this. Anyways, the tournament is rolling on. It'll still be rolling on when you're listening to this on Monday. If you're listening to it right now over uh, on Twitch, then uh, you do have time to go and help Allison out and vote for the uh, the Tears of the Kingdom trailer theme. A better theme than the Hidden Village theme. I need to, like, throw it out on Twitter. Yeah, you should. Um, so yeah, that's going on right now. You know, I had, uh, I had cherry picked something I wanted to talk about today, Al. Something I thought was pertinent or relevant. And of course, now that we got the bright lights on us, I, it's gone. It ain't there. Oh so I don't no. know what it is. Yeah. There I don't know what it is. So <laughs> in, instead, maybe I'll just, uh, by default, if I don't know what to talk about, I'll just revert back to something I always know what to talk about, which is plugging. So if you are watching this live on Twitch, which we stream every week on Twitch, by the way, twitch.tv forward slash ZeldaCast, you can now check out the Omega Metroid podcast over on its YouTube channel. You just search Omega Metroid. And uh, we're going to be live streaming our shows over on YouTube on a, I don't want to say every week, but a fairly consistent basis. And... We are live streaming today, 
So if you're listening to this in podcast form, I'm sorry, it's it's already passed. But today we've got a couple musicians on the show, Cinemax uh, and and some other guests, uh, Lacey Evans are, are joining us, or uh, sorry, Lacey Jones is joining us as well. Um, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. So uh, check us out over on Omega Metro YouTube, and maybe whatever I was gonna talk about will come back to me at the course of this show. I don't know. Uh, but until then, okay. let's get to these questions, Al, because we have a lot to get through. Are you ready? Thank you. I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay. So, we asked everybody for their Zelda Would You Rather questions. We've got three pages of questions here to get through. We're going to try and get to them all. So, let's kick it off. This is from Kat Vadam. Would you rather only ever be able to see in the color palette of Twilight Princess... Or only ever be able to play Twilight Princess, no other game. Yikes. Yeah. I love that some of these, you're just like, I wouldn't want to do either. But the point is, would you rather? So I would, I, I would say, give up video games. Yeah. No, that's not one of the options, sir. It um, is. It is the option. It's like, would you rather see? So like, I'm looking at you and you look like Ilya, right? Which is, is unacceptable. So say I look like Ilya. I don't know if I can forgive that. <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. I don't want to see people and say like, hey, like my dad now looks like the canon guy or whatever, right? Like that. No. <laughs> so that's one option. Or the other option is only ever be able to play Twilight Princess, no other game. So I'm just I'm gonna give up video games. I'm sorry. I love video games more than almost anything in this planet. But I don't I know. know. I'm going to go with color palette because it's like, it's soft. I wish it was more vibrant, like uh, Skyward Sword is pretty vibrant in its colors, but the color palette in Twilight Princess is pretty soft, and I would say like Twilight Princess HD because the blinding light of the Twilight Realm is a little bit less, so I would go with that. I'd rather see the color palette of Twilight Princess forever than play Twilight Princess forever, so. Are we talking like, let me rephrase. I, I, my interpretation of this question, she's talking, like, the color palette, not just in video games, like, in life, like, in real life, right? That's what we're talking oh. about? Oh. Oh. Like, I, I that's kind of what I even, got. Even still, I would rather, you know what? I might actually do that anyways, because I have blue light filters on my glasses, and they're slightly, they make everything slightly, like, dimmer, slightly orange. So I could say that I already do that in real life. So let's pick that option. So you walk <laughs> outside, you open your door... It's a nice spring day, and you see this blinding light, which is is the most unique thing in the world because it's super bright, you can't see, but it also at the same time makes everything else so dull and murky. Those glasses aren't going to help you, Al. They're not going to help you. No, I'm just saying that I kind of already see in that palette because of the orange filter on my light on my glasses, so... I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> God help you. Okay, let's move on. This is from uh, our pal Batrogue, who is uh, one of the leaders of Musical March Madness right now, actually. Uh, they ask, in honor of current events, if you could only have... Uh, oh, hold on, let me try this again, because I just butchered it. If you could only have one ever occur, which would you guys rather have happen? <laughs> Monk Maz Kashia's theme is finally recognized as the unrivaled masterpiece that it is and wins Musical March Madness. Or... <laughs> The Zelda Dungeon community realizes the truth. We all know in our hearts and crowns Tingle the winner of Fall Brawl. <laughs> I feel like that's an easy answer for me, but you also love Tingle, so I don't I, know. I feel what, like that's an easy answer? answer for me too, actually, to be honest. It's Really? Monk Maz, definitely. Okay. 
Yeah, like, same here. Like I, I love, I love Mugmaskashi. It's like one of my favorite themes, and I like, I really like the Tingle games. I, I like, I've kind of played into the gimmick a little bit, but I, if I'm being honest, like I don't have like a, a really deep affection for like Tingle himself. Like, I think it's kind of funny in the games how like everyone just kind of dumps on him for being just like such a loser <laughs> like but so like i like it's not like i don't like tingle but like i i i don't like i if i was doing like my my serious like top 10 zelda characters like he wouldn't be in it right like yeah if i was doing my top 10 favorite zelda songs yeah monk mask would be up there yeah yep monk mask for that one for sure um okay well good question though that's that's the type of thing that we like here and uh well, I guess that's a good segue into this from uh, E-Boy Jasper. Would you rather marry dehydrated Ganondorf or Tingle? I thought he was hydrated. Or maybe he's asking uh, dehydrated as in like Yeah, corpse. I think he's asking like the corpse. And, oh God, this is like a, such a weird question. But like, I feel like I'd rather marry dehydrated Ganon because like he won't be around. <laughs> You know, if I marry Tingle, he's going to be around. And I don't really like, he's kind of creepy. So, I mean, I love seeing Tingle in the games and stuff, but he's also kind of a creepy middle-aged man. So, yeah. I'm not going for that. <laughs> well, so the thing about Tingle, though, it depends. Have you ever read that book where it, like, details what your love language is? There's, like, five different love languages or something? Yeah, I haven't read the book, but I know the love language. You know the concept? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, one of the love languages is... Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but, like, you, you basically receive gifts. Like, receiving gifts is your love language. Now, if, if you were a person that that is your love language, Tingle might not be a bad option. Because, as we all know, in Ripen Balloon Trip of Love, Tingle will give you gifts to woo you. So, if you are a potential uh, mate of Tingle, he will shower you in gifts that you will like. So, maybe that's worth it. I think I probably tend to agree with your... Um, your analysis here that like it's probably better just to leave the uh like marry dehydrated ganondorf because i mean that guy doesn't have long like right like he's like even if he's rehydrated he would be like this giant gerudo man and i'm okay with that like <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean i guess so i i, I think your i think your logic makes sense to me there again it's not that i you know i i like tingle he's a he's a fine enough guy but uh you know, he's, he's, he's also, he's, he's, he's a little on the shorter side too, which I feel like I'd rather someone taller than me if I'm going to marry them, you know, that's just he, me. I, I guess so. But I mean, for me, I'm literally 4'11", so that that's not a problem. Is Tingle taller than 4'11"? Because then he'd be taller than me and that wouldn't be a problem. You guys so. would probably be about the same, same height. Okay. Yeah. That I would be fine. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's keep it going here. Uh, Frandon Brazier, good name, asks... <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have every dungeon in the series moving forward be like the Divine Beasts, or have every future Zelda story be told through past memories like Breath of the Wild? Okay, Ooh. now we're cooking. Now we're cooking with something here. Al, I've kind of, I did the first couple uh, questions here. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I would say Divine Beasts, because at least there are puzzles. At least there is some, like, intrigue. The map is kind of cool. Um, if I had to deal with one or the other for the rest of time for the Zelda series... I would do the Divine Beast. Like, I I like the memories in Breath of the Wild. I think they're fine. But I don't think I could go through that again. <laughs> I right. think, like, it fit well for the game and it was unique. But leave it in Breath of the Wild. I can't I can't do it again. 
I feel that way, but almost opposite. Like I, I think I would rather memories versus divine beasts, but I, I like, I do think that there is kind of a, a caveat here. So if in the style of the divine beast says to me, like, like it's a, it's a dungeon that you can kind of alter the physics of it. And like that in and of itself sounds like kind of okay. Cause like some of the divine mm-hmm. beasts have like cool puzzles, but I don't think any of them are like amazing. Not amazing. And, and right. I think what like really sets back the divine beast is like how bland they look. Like they, 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 they look all the same. And I think if they're going to keep that look, it's a hundred percent memories, like a hundred. Yeah. Pick but memories. if you think about it, we do know that those divine beasts can be done really well in the final divine beast, you know, that was in the DLC. That was a fantastic dungeon. It, you know, it was and it could be improved upon. It was, but like like every dungeon like that going forward, like like for me, like I, I need I don't know, I need like something that that makes it unique to like I, I need I need a theme, I need atmosphere, I need music or something like that. And you could pro- I mean if if I'm imagining like a, the forest temple from Ocarina of Time and it has like kind of that those those Sheikah slates activated the pedestals ready to activate the Sheikah slate and you can rotate I don't know maybe how the dungeon works like okay I could have time for that but like those corridors that twist yeah yeah kind of cool I like the potential is there but I also think that the potential is there to tell like a cool story with memories I just like don't think that they did it all that well in Breath of the Wild because it was more like and like maybe more memories well like more. memories actually like impact the story like because some of the memories impact the story but like a lot of them are just kind of like character moments that you see in isolation so it's like i don't know it's i i think that the potential could be like imagine skyward sword if you had memories and it showed you like memories of of like what happened uh whenever the original fight with uh with demise and hylia like i think that would be cool but neither option is is ideal obviously but i, I think i'll take memories okay um, okay, let's uh, let's keep it moving here. Next question is from Alias X. Would you rather climb the perch of Vameto with only a bandana or cross the Gerudo Desert with only the Tingle outfit? What's up with all this Tingle stuff? You guys love Tingle. <laughs> Hell, I'm taking Tingle for this one. I don't care. Sure, Let me look up what it. the Tingle outfit does. The Tingle outfit uh, actually looks pretty sick, by the way. But I want to know on what Link. it does. What does the Tingle outfit do? Oh, does night do, speed I don't think it does anything. So it increases Link's running speed at night. Ooh. Okay, well, there you go. I, I personally, um, I can understand that, but you're still in the sand in the desert, so that still kind of slows you down in an aspect. I think I'd rather do the perch of Von Meadow with the bandana because that speeds up your climbing. Um, so I just think that would be, it's like less of a trek than going across that whole desert. Hmm. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, another one from Alias X. Would you rather have DLC outfits and weapons in Tears of the Kingdom from other series, or have the series never appear in Smash Bros. ever again? I feel like this is easy. Easy answer. Would you rather have DLC outfits and weapons in Tears of the Kingdom from other series, or have the series never appear in Smash Bros. again? Uh... So... Let me let me give you some evidence, some science. Okay. So we had outfits appear from other series in Breath of the Wild, and I bet you everyone forgot about it, and I bet you no one ever. Chronicles, right? Right. 
I, like, did did anyone ever put on that outfit in Breath of the Wild? Granted, the outfit itself like kind of sucks. Like, yeah. like it does. Um, Pretty sure it does the same thing the Zora outfit does. I can't even remember what it does because I never wore it because it. The, so the character that it was based off of Rex has like an incredibly stupid outfit. He like he looks he looks dumb from Xenoblade Chronicles Two. <laughs> but like like imagine that there is like a Mario skin that you could wear in in Tears of the Kingdom like. I don't know. Like I just, I, I really love the idea of of like other Zelda costumes appearing. Like I love the the Phantom outfit. I love like the dark like the the Ganondorf outfit. Like I think that stuff is so cool. But like I think it would be like a step too far to maybe have like the Samus outfit or the Captain Falcon outfit or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. and and I feel like when weighed against the option of never having anyone in Smash Bros again makes it like an easy easy answer because you know i know that like it i know that we all think of like zelda as like this monstrous mega franchise which it is but as big as it is smash is is bigger and it's Mm -hmm. so many people's introduction to so many different series that like it it, it's just like it makes so much sense business-wise to have you know zelda characters in that franchise and then it's just like awesome for zelda fans like us too to be able to enjoy zelda content in that game so yeah pretty easy answer for me like at this point i'm not the biggest smash bros like i love smash bros but i don't play it that often and i feel like it has all the zelda stuff we need in it to be honest unless they change the skins like say ganondorf becomes like hydrated ganon from this game or whatever that would be the only thing that i would want so i think i would go with the not peering in smash bros because we don't need outfits from other series in zelda clearly it didn't really matter in breath of the wild yeah they picked, like, the most horrendous outfit they could have added, to be fair. <laughs> that outfit is so dumb. It actually... I know you're not, like, a big Xenoblade person, but, like, that outfit makes a, an appearance in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 as, like, a, a one of your, one of your like, party recruits has that as, like, a class, like, outfit or whatever. So if you if you switch over to that class, you get that stupid outfit. It mm-hmm. just looks so... Ugh, terrible. It looks terrible. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Okay. Let's go on to our next question. This is from Bat Rogue. And Bat Rogue, my friend, you thought that you got us, but you didn't. And I'm going to read this question and tell you why. Imagining that their character development and backstory was neither added to nor changed, who would you rather have return in a future game? Aster as the villain or Ilya as the love interest? Now, I'm going to take the reins on this one, if I may, Al. Go for it. Now, we all know that Aster was just the absolute worst villain maybe in the whole series he was just he was horrible i'm trying not to swear actually i had a phrase in my mind that was coming out of my mouth he was the drizzling you know what but i'll take him every single day of the week twice on sunday over Ilya ever coming back by god easy money easy pick no hesitation i kind of agree i God, this is an awful question. At but least like, Aster looks kind of cool. It just from a purely visual level, he looks like he might be a bad dude. You know what? It's very often that um, the villains in the stories become a puppet of Ganon in some way or another. So if Aster comes back, I would just see him falling for it all over again. And I'd be okay with that. I feel like he would deserve that punishment more than we deserve seeing Ilya again and having to interact with her again. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, to those who like Ilya, but I just, I, mm, no. It's okay, nobody likes Ilya, it's just horrible. 
<laughs> Ilya, I, I actually think Ilya might be the worst character in the series. We should do an episode on this, wow. actually, because... Unlike I, the worst characters of the series? Look, and, and make no mistake, I think Aster would be in that list, too. Like, if there mm-hmm. was a top ten, I think Aster would clearly have a spot in the top ten. But, I mean, like... I feel like there's so much more potential for Aster than there yes. is for Ilya, to be honest. I, Ilya is, like, the Wayne Gretzky of being a horrible Zelda character. Like, she could, yeah. she could never score a goal, and she'd still be the worst Zelda character based off her assists. You know what I mean? There's a hockey yep. person out there that get this reference, hopefully, somewhere. But And uh, um, also, the question is, is saying that their de- character development and backstory is neither attitude nor change. So just the way that they are being in a future Zelda game. Terrible. Would, I, would, I would pick Aster. I would pick Aster. Okay, let's move on. Um, this is from Coop de Loop. Uh, would you rather have the hookshot back or have the fortified flail, the nunchuck esque weapon from Age of Calamity. Um, um probably I the like, hookshot. Yeah, I agree. I like the fortified flail in Age of Calamity. It was pretty cool, but I, like the hookshot is a classic. I love the claw shots more, but the hookshot it's a classic, and I, it's I dig it. I like it. That would be kind of yeah. cool. Now that we've climbed all over Hyrule and Breath of the Wild, it would be kind of cool to get around a little easier with, like, maybe Link's arm acts yeah. as some kind of claw shot or something. That'd be cool. I agree. I feel like like if you brought the flail over to Breath of the Wild or, like, Tears of the Kingdom or any future games, it's probably pretty cool, but it's also, like, just kind of another weapon, you know? Yeah. Like, you have lots of weapons in those games, or at least the hookshot is kind of like a unique... A unique item with with versatility and history mm-hmm. so but i like the flail it's a it's a good question one worth asking mm-hmm. um okay focus wombat is coming at us here would you rather a zelda movie be centered on a young link or an adult link Ooh, i just had a good thought about that actually i did too it- but it breaks our rules oh well yeah Why not both oh no that's not what i was thinking i was thinking if it's animated young link if it's Live action, adult link. Okay. You have to specify which one it is, and that's my answer. Uh, like, it, I'm kind of going at it from, like, what I think would kind of happen. You know, like, when we did the Zelda episode, it's like, I think, like, it'll probably be animated because Nintendo bought the studio or whatever. So, my answer mm-hmm. to that is, like, I think it's actually possible it'd be both. Like, I, I think that they would kind of tell, like, maybe a reimagined version of Ocarina of Time's story. Like not 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 like beat for beat, but like the same right. like core beats. Because I, I think that that's like a really good intro story to like the series as as a whole. Because you got like the whole Triforce saga, the introduction of the three principal characters, the you know whatever. I guess if like I, if I strictly have to answer this question, probably Adult Link, just because I think that there's more. But when like when we say adult, we're talking like like nineteen, yeah, or whatever, right? Like yeah, yeah, like older Link. Is so, actually yeah. like 17, 18. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it could be both. I think that you're right about the differences of like uh, animation versus live action. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It, it, I think I don't like, I guess. Um, all right. Ugh. Corey Richmond. Um, <laughs> would you rather every single Zelda game from here on, uh, from here on out, only be playable as Young Link or Adult Link? I guess Corey couldn't think of an original question. He just had to copy. Uh, you had to copy Focus Wombat here, but same answer. I'd, I'd probably go Adult Link. Um, that's hard. 
Uh, okay, here's my answer. <laughs> 2D game, Young Link. 3D game, Adult Link. Oh, come on. You got to pick. <laughs> I would probably do Adult Link. I just, I, I like it when it's a child, like, kid Link, but I feel like you get more compelling, like, character attributes when somebody's a little more experienced with life and has lived a bit, little bit longer. You get, like, I don't know, you just get more, you can, you can relate more to them than if they're a child. I agree. I feel like there's not really a, a big difference. Probably the biggest difference between the two games, and which is why I pick Adult Link, is that if you do Adult Link, there's potential there if you want to throw in like a love interest or have like a love story, which I don't really think is appropriate if you're doing a game with with Young Link, right? Like, like cute, adorable little crushes for a ten year old. Like, when don't you remember being in like you know the fifth grade and you know, having a little crush on a girl or something. Something yeah. like that would be cute. But it doesn't need to be, like, focused on or forced. Yeah, I, I think I'll take adult anyways, just because, like... Like, I think the romance of Skyward Sword is fantastic. That would right. not have worked with Young Link. No. Right? Like, no. <laughs> so... That's why I'm saying something a little simple and subtle and just, like, oh, cute. Right. Um, okay, this, this next one is kind of weird. Let's go. This is from Chomper Rex 20 would you rather have the Sheikah Slate without the Master Cycle Zero or the Spinner and Claw Shots? Oh, easy. Spinner and Claw Shots. What kind of world are we in here? Are we in, like, the Breath of the Wild world? Because, like... You uh, can use if the we Claw are... Shots to climb everything, so... Yeah, but can you use the Claw Shot to, like, do cool stuff like Magnesis and Stasis? And... I'm going to take the, uh... I'm going to take the Sheikah Slate. Taking the Sheikah But you don't and, get the Master Cycle. Well, frankly, I don't need the Master Cycle. I got a Pona. I got a, the ability to warp to like 100 good. different towers. Pretty soon, I'm going to have my John Deere tractor. <laughs> what do I need? I love... What do I need that so, for? You're like, I need... Like, I'm going to have my tractor. What do I need a damn motorcycle for? Yeah. Like... You're yeah. Kidding. Easy. Easy. Okay. Uh, Chomper Rex has another one here. Um... Would you rather have oh, would you rather have Tears of the Kingdom be delayed 12 months to come out on a new system or come out on the current date it is set but be stuck on Switch? I feel uh, like again, that's, that's not a would you rather question. That's like what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out and it will be stuck on Switch. I swear to God, if this game does not come out in a month and a half, I will be so salty it no so upset you can't stop it now it's coming out if there's once you once you give a date i feel like nintendo specifically once you give a date they are they're hitting that date well you know um survivor um jedi survivor did have a date and they delayed it by six weeks this game would have come out two weekends ago you know if they kept right. that date which is fine i'm glad they delayed it it's not a big deal but like I did what I did was kind of like, ah, oh, this game would have came up today if it hadn't been delayed. That that was kind of a bummer. That, that's why I kind of tweaked what I said there because like there there are certainly instances where a game gets delayed by like a little bit, like Cyberpunk, obviously. Mm -hmm. But like I I think typically once Nintendo says like this game is coming out on this day, it's I can't think of a of a right. delay that's happened within the last like five years that where they gave a date where they gave they... a date and it was delayed. Yeah, I've maybe maybe Advance Wars because I think that had a date, but that was kind of a unique circumstance. So yeah, doesn't doesn't necessarily. By the way, 
I had a dream last night that they were finally, like, starting to give us details about this game. Not just, like, teaser trailers, but, you know, those little snippets that they did for, like, Age of Calamity and stuff where they were showing little aspects? Mm -hmm. So, in my dream, they were doing figurines as the collectathon thing. But they were also were showing, like, you could set up your own portal points, kind of like the that uh, portal you get in Breath of the Wild DLC. But there's multiple of them. You could set them wherever you want. That's a cool idea. But anyways, I was having a dream that they were finally doing that, and I'm still shocked that we're like six weeks away and we don't know any of those little details. Maybe Come you had on. A, a premonition. Maybe. That'd be cool. Huh? I'd be cool with figurines again. I had a dream last night that I was in France. And it was so, oh, yeah? Yeah. Aww. I don't know why. I just, I just did. <laughs> um, okay, let's keep, it, let's keep it moving. This is from Swanee. Would you rather... Would you rather eat one, uh, I can never say this, Mai Mai in front of its mother or French kiss the dead hand from Ocarina of Time? What the? Gross. This, this. This is a horrible question. Swanee, I, thank you so much for submitting a, a question. You are a serial killer. No question. Uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess I'll eat a Mai Mai. I guess so too. It's a barbecue I mean, sauce on it or something. I don't know. You know you what? No, actually, no. I can't fine. do that. I'm gonna kiss dead hand. I can't do it. Ew. Mm -mm. I can't do That's it. That's like a big hanging no. monster. Gross. No thanks. I will eat the mai mai. In front of its mother, the little yep. the little baby squishy sounds. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing it. I'll I'll take dead like hands. Like fear factor nonsense. I'll do it. <sighs> okay. Um. Let's keep it moving here. After that. Wonderful question. Uh, Ocarina Holder 52, would you rather have time travel in a future Zelda game or an alternate Dark World style dimension? Well, I guess we'll find out in six weeks, right? Because I think it's going to be... I think chances are not impossible that it's going to be one of those options in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I think I would rather go for a new Dark World at this point because like, time travel's kind of been done a lot. Even with Age of Calamity, mm -hmm. kind of. I'll, I'll go Dark World. Um, I kind of like the idea of Dark World too, but I like that either way you go with this, if it like, um, alters your present in any way, like we like the, with the bootstrap paradox or whatever. Right. It's kind of cool. I guess you can't really apply that to the Dark World, but in like, uh, A Link Between Worlds, you could navigate the Light World by using Laurel too. So I kind of like that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, Okay. We're obligated to answer another question from Corey Richmond. He asks, for future Zelda games, would you rather only have returning enemies from previous Zelda games that function differently or have brand new enemies every single game and never had recurring enemies? And for context, he says, so Moblins, Dark Nuts, Keys, every single game they are in, but they do different things every single game or just have like a complete new roster of enemies uh, all the time. So it's almost like, would you rather like, have like the same 150 Pokemon coming back, but they're like different regional types and they're different. They do different things. Or would you rather have a fresh Pokedex with no returning Pokemon every single time? I don't know why I threw out a Pokemon analogy there, but that's, it felt <laughs> appropriate. Um, Oh man, I guess, I guess I'll probably take, neither one is ideal. Of course. I guess I'll probably take the same enemies coming back and doing different things. Because at that point, it's almost like they're different enemies, but you still have, like, a little bit of familiarity with them. Which I, yeah. I actually, like, I do think that's important, right? Like, you get, you, like, when you get a series and you're like, 
oh wow, this is like the 3D version of a Lionel. This looks awesome, or or whatever. It's it's nice to see those same enemies mm-hmm. come back. I it, it is. It would be definitely disappointing though to never see new enemies. Obviously, the the answer is a mix of both, but not an option. Yeah. I feel like I agree. I think I would do recurring enemies because at least there there is a good collection of them. And so not every game needs to have every single one. Right. So you could just like, you know, kind of sporadically bring back and like, you know how they're bringing back the Reddeads in Tears of the Kingdom. That's cool. And we didn't have them. So we kind of missed them. So it's cool that we're getting them back. I'd rather it be kind of something like that. And yeah. of course, they're doing something new. So it would still be a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Ocarina Holder 52, would you rather Tim Hortons only sells double-doubles or Tim Hortons discontinues double-doubles? Well, that's easy. That's easy. As much as I love donuts from Tim Hortons and Timbits, and uh, you know, they actually have pretty decent chili. They have good chili. Um, I can I can get all that stuff elsewhere, and I but I can't get my Tim Hortons double-double elsewhere. I mean, I could make it at home, yes. But I don't want to, so I'll take just selling double doubles. What about you, Al? I'm a Tim Hortons. I've only, you want to know something funny? The only Tim Hortons I've ever been to was in South Korea, <clears throat> so <laughs> I ne- I've never been to a Tim Hortons except for that one in South Korea, and they just had coffee and donuts. And so I don't I don't know I I don't know if I have an answer for this. <laughs> Let me I tell don't you appreciate something. their their uh, coffee or donuts enough to have an opinion when you make the pilgrimage up to my land up to my house and you stay with me i'm gonna take you to tim hortons i'm gonna take you for some poutine i'm gonna take you I'm gonna, we're gonna go to do canadian things and it's gonna be mm-hmm. great and then we you will agree with me here we have one it's called poutine eh? is I it though it. It, it, yeah. i don't know i haven't tried it yet but like i actually i think poutine is kind of gross to be honest with you Except, except the poutine in Montreal, which is like kind of real poutine. The poutine over here is kind of like this gross, like just kind of, eh. Like, yeah. eh. Some places are better than others. Some places are like, okay. But for the, for the most part, it's kind of just like, it just, it kind of looks like, should I say it? It kind of looks like someone just like took a dump on, on no, a bowl. No, don't say, like, oh crap. I just messed with my mic. But no, don't say it. Cause now I'm going to think about it the next time. Like when I get but it. I mean, like, we're, we're being honest. Like that, that's kind of what it is, right? That's why I don't really love poutine. And then it's kind of sloppy. Anyway, let's move on. We really do need to do that food episode like now cheese. and then. Okay. Yeah, we do. Um, that's yeah. Actually, I hate the cheese curds. Yeah. I think they're, I think they're so gross. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for that, Ocarina Holder 52. Kristen Rosario, would you rather have a full Link to the Past Switch remake, not a Link's Awakening art style, but an actual attempt at a remake, or an Ocarina of Time remake, but in the vein of Breath of the Wild? What say you, Al? Have a full Link to the Past Switch remake, but an actual remake, or... um, I think I would go with... I really like A Link to the Past as... I like both of them as they are. But it would be kind of cool to have Ocarina of Time a little bit more open and be able to do it in whatever order you want. So I guess I would do Ocarina of Time. I, I didn't even think they were talking about, like, the the way that the game functions. I just thought they just literally meant, like, the graphics. Oh. I think I think either way, my answer is Ocarina of Time. Okay. Like I, I mean, the graphics is okay. But, like, I just to be able to have a little bit more openness with Ocarina of Time. Because yeah. it's already It was already starting to feel like open world at, for the time. But yeah. But just to 
break it open even more, that would be cool. I think just like also just having dual analog controls for your camera would be sick. Yeah. Like having, uh, yeah, I I love I love uh, Link to the Past, but Ocarina of Time for me, no mm-hmm. no doubt there. Uh, let's move on. Let's get to David Nystrom. Would you rather have a turn-based Zelda RPG akin to Final Fantasy or a strategy RPG Zelda more like Fire Emblem? Oh, I would love both. I would die for both. That would be so awesome. I feel like I would I feel like I like turn-based more than the strategy. Like I like I like the strategy RPG in Three Houses, but that's like kind of the only game like that that I would want to play. Right. But I like turn based in a lot of other games, so I think I think turn based Zelda would actually be pretty cool. I think I think I'm with you. I I think I'd rather I'd rather have both. Like the, both would be so wicked because like in a in a turn based game you could have like multiple party members, so you could have like mm-hmm. all the sages, like you could have and all these cool like powers and stuff. But I guess you could also have that in the turn based too, and. I I think I'm gonna go turn based. I, I think I just love like JRPGs and and that kind of style a little bit more than because mm-hmm. uh, like I think modern tactics games are incredible. But if you go back like to older tactics games, those can be like a bit of a grind and a bit punishing. So just to be safe, we'll we'll go uh, you know we'll we'll go with the Final Fantasy Zelda game. Um, okay, Ocarina Holder Fifty Two returns with another question. Would you rather have the OSTs of every single Zelda game officially available on music streaming services, but no more Zelda ports are made for the Switch, or every Zelda game available on Switch, but Nintendo strikes down almost all the Zelda OSTs on YouTube? It's a weird. Oh. It's a weird question. Um. Wow. That's interesting. I. But at the same time, I could go buy the OSTs, so it's not like I'd really be missing them. So I feel like I'd rather have the ports on Switch. Um Yeah. I I'm gonna I'm actually gonna take the first option where no more Zelda ports are made for the Switch. Um because I mean one, Nintendo strikes down music anyways, but like I don't know that there is an option where like you can go just to listen to like music. Like this is like I don't want to buy every single OST. That's that's ridiculous. But I do want to be able to go on YouTube and say, like, here's Kokiri Forest, here's Monk Mask Ashia, here's Forest Temple, whatever. Um, and I think in terms of Switch, like, what other ports do we need? Like, yeah, Wind I guess Waker, Twilight Princess, Wind Waker. Princess. Like, that that would be nice. But do we need those ports? Like, do we absolutely need them? Would be kind of cool. it, it, it would be great. But what would be what would be worse? having to fire up your Wii U to play those ports or like going to YouTube and there's no Zelda music anywhere ever for you to see. I'm going to take the ports. I, I'm taking the I ports. Know, I kind of hate plugging in my Wii U. Well, I mean, so do I like, it's just a piece of junk. It's horrible. And there's always like this really gross layer of dust on it that I have to wipe off. I still haven't checked. You know, when goo and Moss filled in for us that week that we were sick. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you got to listen to the episode, but Moss is talking and he has my, he thinks Your he has my cord. power cord. Yeah. I haven't bothered to check to see if I have my power cord or not. Because, <laughs> like, I ain't playing a single game on Wii U this year, and I'm not going to practice before I go. I don't, I'm not going to practice for any game before I go, to be honest with you. But, like... Dang, Gina. Well, like... I, I'm, like, thinking about it, and I'm thinking, oh, I should probably do it now before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Because Tears of the Kingdom is pretty much going to be my focus until August. 
Yeah. There you go. Um, so yeah, that, that's my answer. Uh, Coop de Loop. Which clock town would you rather live in? East, west, north, or south? Oh shoot! Hold on, let me look at a map. <laughs> I can't picture which is which now. Um, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I want to say north is the one where the fairy fountain is. Yeah, de- definitely right? not north. Definitely that, not that's north. the worst one. I would be fine living in east or west. I I think I would agree. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to find a map. This okay. Here we go. I don't. Is there yeah, any? North? Is there any actual houses in South Clocktown? I think it's just like businesses and stuff, right? I guess you could live uh, under. Okay, so this map is horrible, but I feel like uh, Northeast. I feel like East is kind of the best. That's where all like the little games are. Where the training hut is, where you can get to the observatory. Right. Um, uh, the inn is there. The milk bar is there. I feel like that would be the best place to live. I'm with I you. I would okay. choose East. I'll, I'll be your neighbor. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Okay. Uh, Pippa Pup asks, would you rather 100% Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition or have all current and future Zelda games look like Twilight Princess. And for reference, oh. 100% definitive edition takes about 1,000 hours to 2,000 hours. Come on. I, I, I don't. Guess. I have no problem putting 1,000 hours into a game. I'll do I that. I guess so. Yeah. I think I'd rather 100% Hyrule Warriors. Jeez Louise. Yeah. I, totally fine. I'm fine with that. I'll do it. I'll do I'll. I'll make that sacrifice for the greater Zelda good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> B Dog nineteen fifty nine asks: When Tears of the Kingdom releases, would you rather play as Zelda but keep but keep the Divine Beast like dungeons, or not play as Zelda but have new dungeons? Not play as Zelda, probably. Yeah, not play as Zelda and have cooler dungeons. But I do, I do want to play Zelda. I think that'd be cool. I do too, but I don't want more Divine Beasts. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Mr. Eager Eyes asks, would you rather study video game tar- cartography to create environments or concept art to develop character designs? I think I think character designs. That sounds cooler to me. I think I, like, just knowing myself and probably taking this a little too literally, like, I am not creative. I feel like oh, if somebody on. told me, if somebody told me, like, hey, make a mountain, you know, cartography-wise, like on the breath of the wild map i feel like i could do that really well i think i would actually be bomb at that i i do good with like you know engineering technology and stuff like that so i think i would be okay with that it's like the the concept art and the creativeness i'm not that creative like my brain just doesn't work that way so i don't think i would do well with that i was rolling my eyes at that um i, I appreciate that. more to of a get, math person together we could probably make a cool game i bet yeah you. yeah that would be cool yeah i when i was when I was a lad, I uh, I would fire up MS Paint and like do some drawings <laughs> of my favorite characters, and they were yeah. they were no good. They were no good, but I always liked doing that. So I would I would say <laughs> character design. Uh, all right, this is our last one from Discord. This is from Cujo. I'm not even gonna say the last part because I can't read it. Would you no. physically not in game rather carry Daruk's Boulder Breaker? Over the dueling peaks, or listen to Rivali try and give you a back, a backhanded compliment for an hour. I, I don't know. A not backhanded compliment. Like he actually is complimenting you. Oh, 
Why wouldn't I want to listen to that? Why would yeah. I want to work that hard to climb dueling peaks than not yeah. hear Rivali like genuinely compliment me? Yeah, let's go with that. That sounds much, <laughs> much better to me. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move on over to the Twitter. This is from our pal Celeste from another Zelda podcast, which you should check out, by the way. It's a great podcast. Um, would you rather be stuck in prison with Navi, Tingle, Akorok, Mido, Beetle, Tattle, or Fi? Korok! Uh, you know, I guess I guess in the, the letter of the law, this is a would you rather question, just with multiple choices. We're, I guess we're used to, like, just the choice A, choice B. But we never said that it, it can only be choice A, choice B. I was about to call her out for breaking the rules, but she didn't break the rules. I remember what I was going to say at the beginning of the show, by the way. Oh, okay. We can get to it at the end. Make yeah, sure you write do it, it down. Let's do it at the end. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, I would say um, a Korok, probably. I would say someone that can assist me in breaking out. So looking at this list of characters, Allison, mm -hmm. who is the character that you think can has the best jailbreaking ability? I, I might say Fee. I might say that because she can kind of do her swirly thing through the the bars. Maybe she can do like her sword dance, get the keys from the guard or something like that. I think I'm going to mm -hmm. go with that. She can also, this is the, the coup de grace actually. She can also tell me, okay, when I come up with a strategy to get out of prison, she could tell me the chances of it and inform me about how it, it's going to work or not. And then I can say like, is a 60% chance of success worth the risk yes i think it might be maybe it's not i don't know maybe it has to be higher but i think for all those reasons fee is the uh appropriate cellmate okay that's fair i'm just i was thinking more for company <laughs> than breaking out i feel like navi and Tato would be kind of like obnoxious i think Fi would be an interesting cellmate uh tingle and when you first brought that topic up and i thought you were gonna say tingle i was like no you have to break tingle out of, out of jail um, yeah. Mido, just, he's an obnoxious child. Beetle is, like, the most passive-aggressive person in the whole series, so no thank you. I just think a Korok would be a cute little, a little jingly kind of cellmate. And you know what? Happy. You're probably right, if you want to spend the rest of your days in jail. But I'm going to break out. <laughs> okay. I'm playing chess. I'm going to get out of jail for good behavior and not have the potential to go back in jail because I escaped jail. That's not the way that Hyrule Jail works. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just what? not. Oh, no, I remember now. Okay, never mind. Continue. All right. Well, I, I'm pretty much done, actually. Let's just okay. move on. <laughs> um, um, Vixie Link asks, would you rather have a real-life Epona or a real-life king? Of red lions. I feel like this is easy. I do too. You go. But I also have a fear of like large bodies of water. So I'm going with Epona. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm going with the king of red lions. Oh, okay. When you said easy, I thought you were like Epona. Duh. Because it's Epona. But why would you go with king of red lions? All right. Let me rephrase that. We're talking real world. Okay. That's the, that's the crux of this question. Well, I know how to ride a horse. So I, I feel like real world. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? So do millions of other people that know how to ride a horse. Does, is there one person on this planet that has a talking boat? Show me I that person. I'm afraid of the ocean, so I'm good. Just go to a lake. Just I'm a... afraid of lakes, too. You don't know what the hell is in those things. Oh, I don't know. Go go down a river. 
Those are like pretty Those safe. Those have giant sturgeons that are four times the size of me. You have the king of red lions. A dude can jump over waves and stuff like that. Like you've got a, a living boat. There's no one else that does that. coming up trying to kill you. <laughs> you can you can make so much money off of having a living boat. Like I, you could you could have a show. You could have a documentary about you that's just like me and my boat. And the king of red lions could you know it, it's so easy. Like Epona's great, yes, but like. I'm like I have a car. I don't need to ride a horse, right? Yeah, but like with gas prices and crap, I, some people were riding their horses down in Texas for a little while there. Brother, I live in Canada. Okay, <laughs> I I'm not riding a horse in January. I'm not doing it. I don't care how expensive gas is. Okay, I'm, now if I have a boat that docks, I I can just buy a swimming pool and put it in my basement, and we could we could have a YouTube channel or something like that, and we we could be fine. Like it would be, it would be a once in a lifetime opportunity to profile this talking boat. I'm telling you. Just you. Want, you just want this boat to be your friend. I'm playing chess here, Al. That's my <laughs> game. Let's move on. Let's go to Mikel C. Here we go. Um, would you rather have another Ocarina of Time clone reskin? Or would you rather revisit a one-off land like Flooded Hyrule, Termina, Skyloft, Labrinia, etc., etc.? Um, like option. I feel like that's. Well, so the thing about this question, though, is that like they're they're kind of using like Ocarina of Time. I let me let me ask you a question. What's your interpretation of this? When I say or when I read, would you rather have another Ocarina of Time clone reskin? Are they saying like the like, literal Ocarina of Time game or a game like that uses like the Ocarina Twilight of Time like Well yeah, cause cause my my thing is like you look at these lands and it's like the flooded higher rule was from an Ocarina of Time clone reskin. Termina was from an Ocarina of Time reskin. So so is Skyloft, so is all of those games. So my answer, if if that's the direction of the question, is like yeah, give me a game that plays pretty much exactly like Ocarina of Time, and like you can create all these really cool new areas for them. And True. I, like I, but I don't know if I'm reading that right, unless it's like a literal, like re, like up version of Ocarina of Time. I'm reading it the same way you are, like what we're talking about originally. So I guess you could say you could have both. Like I don't see how you could have either without i don't know maybe like if it's if it's um more like breath of the wild but it's own one off uh like kind of land then i would want that versus it being an ocarina of time reskin and then just having it kind of be like termina or whatever you know what i mean yeah i i think that uh from the way i'm reading it i'm gonna take the ocarina of time clone listen ocarina of time like you said that in kind of a dismissive way but like if we're cloning the best game of all time, is that really like such a such a bad thing? It's not well, ideal, I'm... but like <laughs> you know. So yeah, there we go. We have three questions left, and then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, let's just finish them off. So this is from Paranormal Platypus. Wow. Would you rather try to escape a house full of redeads armed with only a torch, wooden sword, and navy to guide you? Or a labyrinth populated by 100 guardians with only the one hit obliterator. This doesn't seem like a fair uh, question. Like, I can't remember. Does the one hit obliterator... It, it, it literally, like, kills people in one hit, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think this actually just depends on the kind of player you are. I'm 100% a stealth player, so Labyrinth for me, 100%, because I could sneak up on all the Guardians and kill them in one hit. Actually, you don't even have to sneak up on them. They take so long to yeah, hit you. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. You literally just run up to them and hit them. So, yeah, I would take the Guardians. I, I was thinking the same thing, because, like, like, yes, the the downfall of the Obliterator is that you, as well, get killed in one hit. But, I mean, like, if yeah. let's be honest. Like, if you are in the with, like, re-deads and you've only got, like... Uh, a torch and a wooden shield, man, one one hit, you're pretty much dead anyways. Like, what are you doing at that point? You might yeah. as well have some oomph, some firepower at your disposal. Yeah. And those guardians, you're right, they take forever to do anything. So I'll take the obliterator. I'll take my chances yep. with the obliterator. Yep. Okay, um, Mac asks, would you rather the next 3D game came out in another six years, but there was a new 2D game in between, or the next 3D game came out in three years, but no 2D game until the Switch 3, a.k.a. the Switch Pro. Switch, Is that did, a Switch 2? I'm assuming maybe he's saying that the OLED is like the Switch 2. I don't know. Hmm. I have an answer. What about what about you? I would say the six years with a new 2D game in between. Really? Okay. But, yeah, but I would want the 2D game to be brand new. I wouldn't want it to be like a port or anything like that. I like Zelda games when they come out five, six years, like the mainline, mainstream 3D Zelda game. I'm okay with that. I just wish we had better communication from Nintendo in that time. Nope, not Because me. if you think about it, I know, if you're going to go with the argument about three years, Pokemon games kind of suck, and they're coming out three years apart. And they're not taking enough time to perfect those games when they could. Uh, okay, I I do acknowledge that, but I will raise you this: in the early late '90s, early 2000s, you were getting 3D Zelda games with like a pretty frequent basis. Maybe not quite three years, but like three years, four years, uh, some of them two years from Majora's Mask, and like those games were awesome, all of them. Even Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, which we kind of complain about a little bit here. Some of it tongue in cheek, but like some of it actual. Like at the end of the day, Twilight Princess is still amazing, right? Like it's still like a top. GameCube slash Wii game, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm t- I'm taking I'm taking the three years because I just think that like six years is is an outrageously long time to wait. I mean, either way, we're gonna get a new Zelda game in three years. So I guess you're asking yourself like, do you want a new 2D Zelda game or do you want a new 3D Zelda game? And I'm sorry, I'm gonna take a new 3D Zelda game. I loved Link's Awakening when it came out, but I do think I said this when it was announced. I said this before that. Link's Awakening for Switch was like a 3DS game if I've ever seen one. It was really hard to go from Breath of the Wild to Link's Awakening. And I love Link's Awakening. I really, really do. And if they had released Link's Awakening for the same price that they just dropped Metroid Prime Remastered, I would have been like, great, awesome, spectacular. This is perfect. Was your, was, how much was Link's Awakening when it came out? Full price. Just $50. no, no, no. It, it was it was an eighty dollar game, same as Breath of the Wild. Mine was just fifty. Maybe it was on sale, like they were you doing must a have, yeah. sale or something. Yeah, I like I I hundred percent. It was the same price as Breath of the Wild, which I okay. feel like is hard to. Yeah, that's a bit much for Link's Awakening. I agree. Yeah, it, but like again, if it was a three DS game, totally. But like mm-hmm. in the current reality that we are, and they didn't specify in their question like what console or anything of that that it's coming out on, but like. Yeah, I, I, I love 2D Zelda games. Um, 
And you know what? Maybe they could release like a really big 2D Zelda game that had like lots of map to explore, lots of dungeons, stuff like that. But I, I think I'd rather, you know, I think I'd rather just a 3D Zelda. I'm sorry. But they'd, I'd rather they take their time. Like, as much as I gripe about how long it's taking to get Tears of the Kingdom, it's more so about their marketing and that we don't know anything about the yes. game. Yes. And that there was there was a pandemic in the way and all that kind of stuff like as long as there was like communication that kind of held us over and mm-hmm. also that a new 2D game to explore i'd be okay with 6 years i think that's a good amount of time and also the game came out and was like different enough and innovative enough and blah 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 well, that still remains to be seen with Tears of the Kingdom. So sure. that that's my yeah. yeah, that's my take on that. I mean i mean like obviously like like i would I agree with you. Like, I want the game to come out when it's ready and it's awesome and it's great. And, like, yeah, mm-hmm. six years for Tears of the Kingdom feels extremely excessive. But, as you say, it's not... It, it's the other stuff that that's the yeah. problem. Not the, the game taking not the that length. long itself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I think in just, like, the context of this would-you-rather question, I I would... I would rather a, th- a 3D Zelda game than a 2D Zelda game, I think. Okay. I, I just... And, and maybe that makes me sound kind of... I don't know. Like, like not... <laughs> appreciative of, of where our series has come from but like <laughs> i i would so uh and, and i think if most people are being honest they, they probably would as well right like if it w- taking away all the other stuff that you just mentioned all that other context if it's strictly like hey we're gonna get a new zelda game in three years would you rather as 2d or 3d yeah i think most people would probably say 3d if they were being honest i can ag- i can agree it's just i feel a bit jaded after scarlet and violet and i was like they could have easily taken another year on this game yeah and made it not so buggy it was bad like i i like a lot of broken games you know where i'm like this is fine it was mm-hmm. cr- i haven't touched it since i beat the initial game because yeah, I, so I didn't bad. even buy it like it, it like I and, I, and i bought honestly. every new pokemon that's kind of come out like i didn't buy it because it just kind of looked i'd already bought arceus and i was like i'm, I'm good for pokemon this and year, that's but. just because they rush it and they just need more time so three years nowadays yeah. just doesn't sound like enough for a 3d game yeah it it almost seems like like tears of the kingdom should have came out in november and pokemon should have came out in six weeks but for that would have been yeah yeah like that would have been, been awesome and like we'd have been oh that yeah what could have been i guess what could have been um okay this is our last question is from our pal tony uh for the next zelda game after tears of the kingdom would you rather see a new 2d game in the style of a link between worlds uh, slash links awakening for switch or would you rather see a more traditional linear 3d game in the style of skyward sword so kind of what we just touched on here Ooh. but i i would say i think the art styles for links awakening and link between worlds very different because one looks they awesome yes. one looks not good <laughs> i mean and i know that you don't like a link between worlds art style but i love it and i would actually really like another 2d game in a link between worlds art style but i wouldn't mind actually like now that we've ha- had a taste of open world kind of switching it up maybe going back and forth i wouldn't mind the 3d linear game again yeah me too yeah um i mean i i would be thrilled with both for sure like yeah I, same like yep yep I would be totally happy with both, but I, I do. I think I'm ready for, like, another, like, I love Skyward Sword, and, like, I I don't, when people say a game is linear, I, it just, like, bothers me, because it's like, you know what? The Last of it Us is a very it. linear game. Yeah. Like, quote-unquote linear, but, like, who cares? It's spectacular. And the same mm-hmm. thing with Skyward Sword. So, like, when people use that as kind of, like, a negative, it, it kind of drives me nuts a little bit, because I'm like, 
I'm like, yes, like, I, I get that maybe you want to explore a little bit more and, and do whatever, but, like, linear does not equal bad. Like, it really yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it is, like, it is weird that that's, like, an argument against Skyward Sword, and it's like, what have you been playing for the last 25 years up yeah. until Skyward Sword came out? Like, I mean, let's be honest Zelda's here. Zelda's always like, been guided. Like, Link's know? Awakening is pretty, pretty darn linear. Like, yes, mm -hmm. if you want to get, like, really good, like, Link's Awakening DX, you can maybe do some things out of order, but, like... I mean, Link's Awakening, the Oracles, you, you do your dungeon, you can maybe explore a little bit, and then you do the next dungeon, and you mm -hmm. repeat, repeat, repeat. And you pretty much do the same thing with Skyward Sword. So it's just like, why why is this game, like, the poster child for for games being linear? linear. And I know why. <laughs> I know why. Because it was, it just happened to be, like, the last, to use a, a term that we've used on the show already, like, Ocarina of Time clone, right? Like, uh -huh. even though, even though it's not, but like, it was, it was like the fourth or fifth in a row Ocarina of Time clone and people were looking for something different. And, and I think a Skyward Sword unfairly kind of shoulders that reputation because it just yeah. happened to be that game. The last one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, give me Skyward Sword too. I'm down for that. Yeah. That's it. That's all of our Zelda would you rather questions. We made it. We did them all. And, uh. We we had some good ones in there. We we definitely had some serial killer questions, but for the most part, <laughs> yeah. they were very they were pretty good. So uh, yeah. thank you to everybody for submitting uh, your questions and uh, helping us shape the show this week. It was very uh, very appreciated and uh, very fun. And I love doing these mm -hmm. episodes. And I say that every Me time too. we do something like this. What I wanted to bring up at this at the top of the show, but I forgot was um, I will be. I can't say which one yet, but I I made a guest appearance on another Zelda podcast not not another zelda podcast sorry a another different podcast about the legend of zelda series there you go <laughs> yeah. uh so that'll be i think that's coming out like right before tears of the kingdom releases so nice uh if you if you haven't heard enough of my yap on this show and you want to hear me talk about some of the other some other zelda stuff on uh this other zelda podcast this other podcast about the zelda series that i did uh <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys know when that comes out. It was fun. It was a good chat. So, yeah. Nice. That's it. That's all. We're done. We made it. We made it. Yeah. We made it. <laughs> uh, well, hey, we, we usually, we don't always say what we got going on next week, but uh, next week, I'm actually pretty excited about this, and I was looking, and this might even be like a two-parter, Al. I, th I think it, it could be. Yeah, there is a lot to talk about. A yeah. lot to talk about. Uh, we are going full Breath of the Wild next week, and we are going to be ranking every single shrine quest oh, in the game i so my original plan was maybe doing like top five bottom five but no, yeah want, that's what i thought we were doing <laughs> well so i maybe we should even go further ahead so i wanted to do every shrine quest because i was like there's only like 20 or so no there's like there's like 40 plus shrine quests so Good gracious. it might be okay. a two-parter and then i did want to do uh, a side quest episode where we did have like the top five and the bottom five and that's going to come eventually, but I think we'll need to do a little bit more research into that yeah. before we can go. Well, you'll do more research. I'll just wing it. I'll okay, just, yeah, cool. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll sound smart and I'll sound like a schmuck, which, I mean, how's that any different from any other week? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we got coming up. Um, but for now, we are going to get out of here. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, a friendly reminder that you can watch our shows live over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash TheZeldaCast. We are live every Sunday, usually around uh, noon Mountain Time. 
Uh, so come and check us out. We can get in on uh, the action. We usually ramble for a bit before, sometimes a bit after. So, you know, get to get to hang out. It's like a secret chat. Um, and we want you to check us out wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe, recommend. Leave us a sweet, sweet five-star review. That would be awesome. And uh, check us out over on Twitter. I'm at Spateri316. Al is at Elson Aletha. We are at the ZeldaCast. And we are going to get out of here. Uh, until next week, everybody, take care. <laughs>